I'm Chance Dorland, and this is the Spurs Insider, our weekly NBA podcast from ExpressNews.com, and I'm joined once again by San Antonio Express News sports writer Mike Finger. Mike, the Spurs just started off that rodeo road trip with a loss. What are your thoughts on that 112-127 to game against Sacramento? Well, um, it wasn't the most surprising thing in the world uh, after a week at home uh, starting this trip, um, having to go out and play a team that's really improved, uh, the Sacramento Kings, um, without Derek White on the floor, who's been um, either the third or the second best Spurs player over the past month or so, depending on how you're looking at it. So there was, there was a lot of ways, in a lot of ways, that, that game was kind of set up for the Spurs to fail. And and uh, when when you look at, at the way this road trip is set up, you know, there, there could be a lot of that on this trip. But the, the, the first month of the season was about collecting or the mo- first month of this this calendar year was about setting up uh, uh, things for success. I mean, there, there was a lot of built in advantages that the Spurs had with the schedule. And now that is going to start to catch up with them. And, and we've talked about this a lot this year. This is a team that is is. Um, Kind of middle in the pa- middle of the pack in the West. It's it's not a team that is um, by most accounts competing for a championship. So the way this the ebb and flow of the season works for a team like this is is you take advantage of the weak spots in the schedule, and then you're going to have to take your lumps. and And right now, this could be starting a, a, a point when the Spurs might have to take a few lumps. Now, obviously, this year is quite different than the, the last season for lots of different reasons. But how would you say this rodeo road trip compares to the recent past? Uh, we'll talk more about Derek White. Um, you know, there's been problems with DeMar DeRozan. LaMarcus Aldridge has been playing well as of late. Um, when you put all that together, what are your thoughts on this road trip? Well, uh, historically, um, going back to when the the AT&T Center was opened um, back in the 2003 season. Uh, that, that's when the rodeo trip kind of started out of necessity. And that became a, a point, as, as most Spurs fans know, uh, the point in the season when the team really kind of gelled and, and used that as an opportunity to become whatever that season Spurs were going to be. They, they came together on the road and what people thought – before the arena opened would be a huge um, disadvantage for the Spurs in terms of having to be on the road for three weeks became kind of the the rallying point for them. And, and that was when Tim Duncan was around, when Mata Ginobili was around, when Tony Parker was around. It hasn't worked quite that way in recent years. There haven't been disastrous road trips, but it's been a bit tougher for younger teams to navigate that. And, and now with the, the team the way it is, you know, I, I'm still not predicting that this rodeo trip will be disaster, but it's 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 tough schedule wise in terms of this first week, especially um, there's there was a Sacramento team that, like I mentioned before, is fighting for a playoff spot now and is, is vastly improved over the Sacramento teams in recent years. And then you have a Golden State and a Portland back to back. It's it's tough to deal with that. And, uh, you know, you, you you wrap this up towards the end of it. Um, by going to Toronto, uh, which is one of the better teams in the East and obviously will be up for that game for, for a lot of non-standings reasons. So um, overall, this is one of the rougher uh, road trips and just in terms of the places they have to go. Um, in terms of the schedule itself, um, in terms of the calendar, it's not like it used to be where 
you know, you, you're on the road for two straight weeks and it's just one after another, after another, there's kind of three this week. And then you come home and, and play Memphis for a game. And then you have that long all-star break, um, between the first half and the second half. So really it's kind of three mini trips, but each of those mini trips has its own challenges. And, and for the Spurs to get through with maybe two or three victories during this um, might be um, an accomplishment that they could not be too ashamed of. Already mentioned Golden State. That game's tonight. DeRozan and Aldridge will not be playing. Tell me about that. I mean, it's, it's not... Uh, it, the only surprising part of this is that it hasn't happened before. Um, this is perfectly set up for a Spurs rest game when you talk about, a, first of all, a game that the Spurs probably were not going to win anyway, even at full strength. The the Warriors have become the Warriors again. Uh, this isn't like the uh, Golden State team earlier this year that was kind of uh, ragged and 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 finding itself. This is the Warriors are the best team in the league again with uh, Demarcus Cousins back. So you take that, you take the fact that Aldridge and DeRozan both have been banged up lately and could use a night off. And then it's the first night of a back-to-back. And this was as obvious of a rest game as there can be uh, in the uh, in the reign of Greg Popovich. And so, I mean, you look at it, they were going to be huge underdogs anyway. Um, they would like to win one of these next two games or at least give them a shot, give themselves a shot to win one of these next two games. And if you're going to pick one or the other, you're going to try to, uh, you're going to try to win the Portland one uh, on the second night of the back-to-back. And that will be difficult too. But again, uh, DeMar DeRozan has been hitting those dog days of, uh, of January and February that he's mentioned before. This is the time of year when the schedule kind of catches up with him and he could use a night off. Uh, LaMarcus hasn't had one all season. He fought to play in New Orleans a couple of weeks ago when he had a, a, a wrist issue. He's fought through a lot of stuff this year because he wants to be out there. He's kind of been that guy for the Spurs this year. But if he fought to play tonight, he wasn't going to win that argument with Greg Popovich. They, they feel like they have a better chance to beat Portland than they do against Golden State, and I think everybody in the league would agree with that. They'll still be underdogs against Portland uh, tomorrow, but this gives them a better chance to bring both those guys back refreshed. You've already mentioned Derek White a bit. He was part of what I have dubbed here on the podcast, the week of hell with uh, about a week, whatever that was, that time span with multiple injuries, injured again. Uh, He's really been crucial, really, really filled a nice role for the Spurs uh, after his return. Tell me your thoughts about that. Well, I mean, that's why him going down uh, with this injury is such a big deal. Um, He had been um, the guy that, you know, last year spent a lot of time in the, in the G league in Austin uh, kind of learning his craft. That's kind of what the Spurs do with their first year players these days, much to the chagrin of some fans who want to see rookies, uh, you know, in the NBA playing for the Spurs more often, but he is kind of the textbook uh, um, case for um, how bringing a young player along slowly and kind of making them go through the steps can pay off. And, he, you're right. He had been one of the huge success stories for the Spurs this year. Um, the way that he, you know, started out slowly, looked kind of overwhelmed in his first start, but then got his feet under him and really became not just a point guard to distribute to 
the stars to DeMar DeRozan and Lamar, LaMarcus Aldridge, but also became a guy who can get a shot himself, who can rebound, who can defend. I mean, losing DeJounte Murray before the year was the biggest hit to the Spurs defense that they could have taken. Um, he was an all-defensive player last year on the wing. And now Derek isn't quite playing at that level, but he's 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 their best perimeter defender right now. And um, so you, you add all of that together, and it just makes it all the more frustrating for the Spurs that they're going to have to get through at least the first half of this uh, rodeo road trip without him. And, you know, speaking from uh, personal experience, this is this plantar fascia injury that he has is just horribly frustrating. And I'm sure a lot of listeners have had that before in their lives. I mean, I, I, I had it a few years ago. It's, it's an injury from overuse sometimes. Sometimes it's just a freakish thing that the doctors don't know where it came from. But, you know, you wake up in the morning and your heel is burning and there's nothing you can do for it except for rest. Um, you know, personally, I had it after uh, running a long race and uh, it took me months to get over it. And that's kind of I've had friends who've had it and it's kind of the same thing. It's there's no quick fix for it. And so when you look at Derek, he he was out with one foot to start the season and now it's a second foot and that kind of makes you scared a little bit. Um, I know the Spurs trainers, the, the, the people who deal with it, Derek were worried to start the year that if you bring him back too quickly, uh, the injury can come back quickly. And I, I think people who have had plantar fascia injuries um, can attest to this, that you think you have it licked and you don't. And that's why the Spurs are going to err on the side of caution here and keep him out. They, they, they said for sure through this week, I would doubt that he'd play next week against, against Memphis. And maybe that's why this, uh, this all-star break could come at a good time because if he's out that whole week too, then that gives him three weeks to kind of sit aside and, and get rested up for the, for the season after the all-star break. But, I mean, getting him healthy is is priority number one now for this team because he's just been uh, a dynamic playmaker in a lot of in a lot of ways, and uh, he, he's a key to this team. When when Demar Derozan has been struggling, um, you know, the last month or so, Derek White has been the team's second best player, and um, I think he can be that down the stretch if they just get him healthy. So, Golden State tonight, DeMar DeRozan won't be playing, LaMarcus Aldridge won't be playing then, followed by Portland, Utah, Memphis, already mentioned a little bit earlier, uh, Mike, on the 22nd, Toronto. Now, uh, that meeting in San Antonio, I think, went really well. That was a fun game, um, very interesting time. DeMar DeRozan, uh, I think, really wanted that victory. The Spurs really wanted that victory. But it's going to be very different um, when the Spurs travel to Toronto because DeMar DeRozan is, is loved there as opposed to a different situation for many when it comes for Kawhi Leonard in San Antonio. What are your thoughts on that game? What's that going to be like? Well, uh, it's, it's the first game after the break, and it will be some of the um, uh, rawness, I'm not sure if that is a word, of, the, uh, of the, the whole Kawhi situation will at least be a little bit behind everybody after the two teams have had already met in San Antonio. Um, but it'll, it'll be a, uh, a heavily anticipated game, just like the first one was. Um, and 
being that there will be some buildup after the all-star break, you know, there's not going to be games the day before people will be talking about it for days in advance. And, uh, you know, it's just like that, that game in San Antonio was set up for the Spurs to win with the crowd against Kawhi and, and the Spurs being fired up to play, you know, the guy who demanded to trade from them. This is going to be the game where kind of everything is going to be on Toronto's side. And, uh, you know, the, 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 the professional athletes have pride in the situation and, you know, it, it's, it's a huge home court advantage in Toronto. So um, that, that, I would not be surprised to see kind of just a whole reversal of uh, outcomes in that situation, but it's so far down the road that we don't know who's going to be um, playing for either team at this point. You know, that's that's a couple of weeks away, and, and injuries can happen. But uh, in in terms of you know, you mentioned the rest of the of the road trip. I I think as I alluded to earlier, people have to have just a little uh, lower of uh, a set of expectations for how this trip is going to unfold over the next few weeks, just because Derek White is not available for at least the next two or three games, maybe four games. Um, and that, that swing after the all-star break, Toronto, Brooklyn, uh, New York Knicks on back-to-back nights, those Toronto and Brooklyn games are, are easily losable. And most of these games in the first half are losable. So if you can get through it, like I said earlier, with three wins out of this whole trip, four wins would be a party. Um, it's not going to be like the old days where the team just came together and, and Tim became Tim and Manu became Manu and, and, and everything fell into place. It's going to be a struggle. Uh, the light at the end of the tunnel for this team is that um, once you get through this trip, and this has always been the case uh, for the rodeo road trip, that means you get to to collect a bunch of home games afterwards in March and the beginning of April. And so, um, one thing that just happened recently before we started recording this podcast last night, the uh, the Clippers traded away Tobias Harris to Philadelphia. So the the side effect of that for the Spurs is that uh, that makes one less team kind of fighting for a playoff spot in the West. I don't think that the Clippers are what they were before this trade. So there's going to be some leeway there for the Spurs to uh, to hold on to that playoff berth. But it's going to be a struggle here through this road trip to kind of maintain the spot in the standings. And I think you kind of have to be patient and, and know that uh, – You'll be able to uh, to get a little bit of a rebound when they come home. And thank you to San Antonio Express News sports writer Mike Finger for joining me for today's episode of the Spurs Insider, our weekly NBA podcast from ExpressNews.com. For the San Antonio Express News, I'm Chance Dorland.